time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is what you save your lunch money for. Your field to the green. Welcome to episode number 115 of Passing Points Podcast, presented by Same Day Auto Repair. I'm your host, Michael Tyree. Got my co-hosts, Travis Ashwood and Lane Goodman here. Fellas, how's it going? Pretty good. Warm. It's hot. It's good. Yeah, it is hot. Lane's had a lot to do since he's been on the show. He's done a lot since he's been on the show last. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably has a lot to talk about. Well, that's good because we've got a lot to talk about. And then we got your tattoos to talk about, which we were talking about before the show started. Well, we also got to talk about... World of Outlaws and ASCS and our Pick'em segment. We got a good interview. Yep. We got a good interview with Zach Blurton. First time ASCS national winner this past weekend. So it was cool to learn more about him. I think you guys will enjoy that. Um, But let's kick things off with our open segment brought to you by A1 Machine Shop. For all your machine shop needs in Tulsa, Oklahoma, go visit Paul and Blake Edwards at A1 Machine Shop. Port Royal is still my favorite track. My open segment's over. Did, did you watch the Nathan's <laughs> hot dog eating contest? No, but I heard about it. Okay. I, I want to back up. All right. Back up from where? I messed up. Uh, who <laughs> just started? Who, who are the three biggest announcers in sprint car racing? Three biggest? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gibson, Brian Holbert, and Tony, Tony Bachoven. Yep. They all suck. What? Compared to the guy that does the Nathan hot dogs announcement. Like, have you ever listened to it? You're an idiot. Have you listened to it? No, but you're an it's, idiot. It's like, it's like, Amazing. Only Travis could be so enthralled by dude shoving wieners down their throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, go back and listen to the announcer. It is the, it's the best part of the whole show. From what I heard, Joey Chestnut was choking out a guy. Yeah, in he did. Oh, yeah. Concert. Oh, yeah, he did. There was a protester. <laughs> yeah, a protester really? ran up there. He put, he, him in, he put him in a headlock, threw him to the ground. Really? Still beat everybody by 20 hot dogs. <laughs> this is all during the competition. <laughs> So he's choking dudes and eating wieners. Jeez. He's choking and eating. What? what was I watching on television? Yeah. You're telling us about what so you're Anyways, watching. back up. Seriously, it, go listen to the announcers. Is the, the announcer on? Is he is the Can you do an impression for us? No, I can't. But we need in, we need uh, the reason I brought that up is I want Holbert to do us an intro like how he does intros. It, it's it's awesome. I'm going to see if I can <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find something. Here, I'll send you. I'll send you a TikTok to, of it real quick. I'll send it to me. And I'll play it. Okay. I'll, I'll send you Joey Chestnuts, and then we'll play it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. So, like, what? Why did you watch that? It's because like it's the Fourth of July. Fourth of July state. That is that is a. Thing. I didn't watch it, but my father-in-law always watches it, and he told me about it. All right, hold on. I'm looking for it real quick. That's new. No, oh, it, it's it's it's. Have you never watched it? No. Can't say that it's been on my list. <laughs> it's not on my list either. But it's awesome. He's won what? Joey Chestnuts won like fifteen in a row or something. Yeah, it's like that. something crazy. Here, I'll be right back. Where are you going? Wait. So, last <laughs> week after we recorded. I believe it's the next day. Big news: Corey Lyonson losing his ride with Rudine. Um, it wasn't a shocker, just because Michael. I guess it was. What do you sh- we elaborate on that? Okay, what do you okay. mean? So it was a shocker that he lost his ride. 
I guess what I'm not shocked about is the replacement. Just because oh, yeah. of Rudine filled the two cars at Dirt Cup. Yep. Zeb Wise was in the other one. Um, so it was announced today, um, almost a week later, that Zeb Wise is going to be replacing Corey Eliason. Uh, but it does look like Zeb Wise has a handful of shows left in his own car before he takes over. Um, so Commitments. Commitments. So we're talking about the Zeb Wise thing. Yeah, old Zebulon. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we kind of, we kind of called that a little bit when we've seen. I did. Well, no, when, when he's well, seen... I'm not. I'm saying not to you guys, but I'm just saying that's what I thought to myself. Well, and so you weren't with us last week for the show. No, me I and was Travis. Absent. Had, me and Travis. We had exact same conversations. Like yeah. we both speculated that, that since he was driving the car in Washington, that maybe he'd be the one that take it over. We didn't know anything. We were just yeah. I think anybody could have just speculated. made that speculation, yeah. All right, so you want me to play this video? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. T- tell me, we, we need an intro like this. Okay, so this is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in 2022. Are you going to play uh, it? Yeah, it's not I'm, working. I'm, what are you doing? I don't know. Michael. It's Come on. Dude, I'm... <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> If you had an iPhone... There will be a day that is the end. The collapse of time and all that stood within it. A day of nothing, of no one, of nowhere. But that day is not today. Today we burn bright. Today we blind the earth with our desire. And while it is still ours, we will bend history to witness this moment, to witness this man. That's the kind of like pep, pep talk you need before you get some wieners shoved down your throat. <laughs> That's the intro. That's the intro we need. Okay, I think I know what you were trying to say. This guy is not better than our top three announcers, but the showmanship was fantastic. Okay, I'm challenging though. Okay, I, Brian what I'm, Holbert what I'm, pull that off. That's what I'm hoping. Oh yeah, Brian. I want I'm, the intro. Yeah. When you when you have to provide the show for the lack of a show, dude. Yeah, he put a, he put the guy in the headlock. He also put a <laughs> wiener down his throat. 
Have you ever watched it? No. Have you not seen the techniques? It's not in my search history, Travis. No, you, no, no, like, 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 you do not eat it like a hot dog. You take the buns off, and you, you eat do the you like. You, you dip the buns you dip in the it water. In lemonade? No, you do it in water. Lemonade would be hard to eat. Come on now. It would be more flavorful. You're not worried about flavor. You're you're wanting to eat more than you can't anybody eat else. That shit, if it tastes bad, you're trying to win. So you're saying they don't eat the buns? They do eat the buns, but they eat them separate than the, than the hot dog. Okay. Because it's it's quicker. Are they chewing at all? Just enough to get it down. That's what she said. I was trying to <laughs> yeah. avoid that. But yeah, go ahead. Trav- Travis wishes he didn't have the gag reflex those guys have. <laughs> I am serious. And you guys are making we, jokes. And that's why we're making jokes, because you're serious. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk racing. Please. <laughs> I already finished my Oakham segment. It's up to you, Michael. So we were talking about Coriolis and Zebwai, so we covered that. <laughs> Brett Marks. <laughs> Brett Marks dominates PA Speed Week. Five wins, four in a row at one point. Um, man, the season Brett Marks is having, he's got the five wins of PA Speed Week, three outlaw wins, two all-star wins. Uh, he's got 11 wins total on the season with an average finish of 5.511 in 45 starts. Michael did numbers. Uh, Speedsport News. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then I saw Danny Dietrich had a tweet. Um, he said Brent Marks is the best sprint car driver in the country right now. Agree or disagree? Statistically, he probably is. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody commented on the, on Danny Dietrich's tweet and said, um, there's an argument for Sheldon Hodenshield. And Dietrich surprisingly didn't argue. He just commented back. He said, that's the only argument against Brent Marks. Which is fair. Mm. Did we talk about Sheldon at Houston? Last week we did. I couldn't remember. I, I'm still just like, <clears throat> it was crazy, but go ahead. Yeah, it was Still crazy. But, um, no, I just wanted to give a shout-out just for the domination that Brent Marks had during PA Speed Week. You saw some of it firsthand. Three nights of it. Yeah. Why don't you give us your recap? Uh, I don't get to watch races. Yeah. Just when the car's on the track. Well, not necessarily other races, <laughs> but see you guys. Your, your week. You got a W, didn't you? No. No. We did not. When did, when did you guys get the W? Oh, how Speed Week. He wasn't there. Oh, that's right. I have a real job, Travis. Well, I don't know. I, I get I lose track. <laughs> what do you want to hear about my week, Michael? Just we, we ran 14th average all week. <laughs> so you didn't have fun? <laughs> I mean, I had fun, yeah. I always have fun when I'm with them. It just wasn't our week this year. That's not how many cars were showing up. A lot. I mean, there's 40 to 50 cars a night. Yeah. I mean,. I mean, it's not as good as you guys want to do, but it's still not horrible. No, dude, we don't like we don't I mean no one. We, no one goes there to run second. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's fifth. not. It, yeah, I get it. I, you know what I'm trying to say. When you're at that level, you, if you anything but a win is dissatisfying. Really? Yeah, anything. It's you, especially when you've won at all three tracks that you go to. Mm-hmm. And you show up and you know that you're the threat, or you are a part of the threat. Then, any like I said, anything but a win, anything but quick time, challenging anything, for it, yeah. yeah, anything but the best is not 
up to par. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. It's, that's honestly why it's hard to go watch races, too, sometimes. I'm not involved. Oh, no, I get that. You know? I get I, I get antsy. I have to go find something to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like... Like, if I go watch these days, I just show up for the features most No, of the time. I know. I've seen you do it. Oh, yeah. And then leave right, you know... Right after it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Travis is hard to go watch a race with, because, like, I want to go sit... I just want to go stand and sit down, and he's like, I can't sit there, so, like... Mm-hmm. I mean... Hell, there's been races me and Travis have went to. I went to the stands. And Never sat, see each other with my wife. Mm-hmm. He goes to the pits, and then we meet back up at the truck afterwards. <laughs> yeah. See, I couldn't sit in the stands. Yeah, I at can. all. I can. I can't. Really, just depends on what else is racing. If it's like one class of sprint cars, then there's a, sometimes I'll just Dude, go to the pits. But even when it's most desirable to go sit in the stands with your friends, it's not possible for me during Knoxville. You all have, everyone has one day off during the 410 nationals. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, like some people will go sit in the stands with their friends or hang out. You know, I, I mean, we go to the infield, me and Hardy and whoever else is working mm-hmm. on the car. I mean, we straight to the infield, walk around the pits the whole night. I mean, just like we're there racing other than we don't have a car yeah. in the infield that night. Yeah. You know? It's just hard to get out of that. Even when you're not. Racing. You feel you, you, you feel like you should be doing something. Yeah. Even, feel if, out of place even if you don't have stands. something to do. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it. Mm-hmm. It's like, even if I like go to the races these days, like I mentioned, I just go to the, for the features or if like I might show up earlier if I have like, my brother racing or something like yeah. that, you know. So, somebody you might help out just a little yeah. bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like to think if I was racing, you'd show up earlier. Uh, I'd probably be there for the heat races. That's earlier for me. Appreciate. That. Yeah, I mean that's about when you show up for your with your own damn car though. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I time it about an hour to hour and a half before the drivers' meeting. Nice. A lot of the times I'm working too, though, so yeah. it's not like yeah. all. Yeah. Just because I want to. Dick around at home. No, I got you. Yeah. You work Saturdays? I get it from my dad, too. Sometimes. Yeah. I haven't raced a lot of Saturdays, though. And, and on Saturdays, I usually get there earlier. Yeah. 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 Come on, Michael. Speed the damn show up. Come no. on. What are we talking about? Whatever you want. Well, you did the segment. You did the hand thing. thing. Come yeah. on. No, I was telling you guys to keep talking because <laughs> I was about to leave and go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, good luck. Are you guys going to be able to keep the show going? Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, don't go, worry about go. us. Okay, man. Go. All right. All right. Good luck. I know I'll give you guys crap about going to the bathroom. Hope everything comes out all right. Here I go. This is going to be You need good. us to turn the red light off? Have fun. <laughs> now that so, he's gone. What the hell are we supposed to do? Okay, let's talk about Michael's tattoos. We can see what the buttons do now. <laughs> okay, so. Let's see. What are you, you going to see what the buttons do? Yeah. I was going to try to tell everybody we need to get Michael's. Michael think, get a tattoo. What do you think the blue one does. Oh, push the blue one. Everybody! <laughs> That's the shots one. That's the Donnie shots one. What do you think the yellow one does? I don't know. That's Cl- that Kyle Larson. All right, let's take bets on the other blue one. Well, one of them's going to be the intro, I think. Right? I think this one might be the intro. Don't play the intro. <laughs> oh, it was okay. the ad. That, that was the ads. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So what we're what, what what I was talking about before we got onto this is we need to talk Michael into getting the Wonder Woman tramp stamp. Yep. Well, I guess I need to verify. We need, he's got a bunch of superheroes on his arm. Michael's a big superhero fan, and he, got, he just got another tattoo of who? Like, what's the guy? We're the, basically trying to pin Michael as is he is a one sided superhero fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, is Wonder Woman the same thing as those? 
Is it DC? Uh, I don't I know the DCs so. and stuff. I think he's a Marvel guy. I don't know the difference. I don't either. There's a lot of people kicking their radio right now. <laughs> I know, dude. They're hating us. Yeah. But anyways, I want to talk him into getting the Wonder Woman tramp stamp. Like, just a W? Yeah, just a W on his lower back. Center back? Yeah. Right so, on the spine? Yes. How do we do that? But Jen would like that. I already told him I'd pay for it. Do you think he'd really want a tattoo that he can't see, though? I forget I have them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I forget I have tattoos because they're on my back. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't have any. What would you get? I don't know. I don't know if... I don't. I, mean, I can't really <laughs> I think know. of anything that I'd want tattooed on me. Really? Yeah. I like being a clean slate, I think. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. You really get rid of your baby face kind of appearance if you got a tattoo. My baby face appearance. Yeah, yeah, you like you like sweet kind of young. Kinda, I don't know, kid. Maybe I'm just like being inkless. Yeah. So I think he'll do it though. What's up? Glad to have you back. Thanks. I'm gonna take a break now. You guys I said it's a little bit harder to carry a show without you here. Yeah. Because every once in a while, I feel I, I realize how much we default on making fun of you, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and just giving you hell. Not making fun of you, but giving you hell, making your life miserable. It's okay. I thrive making fun of you as well. I know. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Because I was really excited about the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And <laughs> guys, <laughs> we just <laughs> killed you. Anyways, shot you down. <laughs> oh, so what'd you guys chat about? Uh, your Wonder Woman tramp stamp. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make you a deal. Okay. If you pay for my next two tattoos, one of them being that one, and the other one being what I get to pick. Maybe. How much? I'm not going to tramp stand. Never mind. (laughs) Not happening. It's the cool thing to do. Everybody's doing it. No. I don't even, I don't want nothing to do with DC anyways. Okay, we were talking about that. I'm a Marvel guy. We were talking about that. I don't know the difference. Yeah. You might like. Who's the equivalent? Uh, I don't know. Is there an equivalent to Wonder Woman? I mean... Wait, which ones do you have? Captain Marvel's probably the best. Which ones do you know. have? That's DC? That Marvel. That's Marvel, right? Captain Marvel is Marvel, yeah. <laughs> so you have Marvel, yeah. I have a cap. I have the Captain America tattoo that I just got. And then I have... Also have a little Hulk symbol, Avengers logo, Iron Man Thor. And I'm also getting a... See, I didn't, re- I didn't realize Wonder Woman was different. Yeah, I'm getting a big Hulk tattoo on the 18th. Not big, but the inside of my arm to finish out my arm here. Okay. Or the half sleeve, I guess. So we were right. We were wrong. They're different. I know they're different. No, I'm saying Wonder Woman is DC. He has Marvel stuff. I told you he's a Marvel guy. Well, yeah, but I don't know which ones are which. The one's Marvel, one's DC. I know they're two different things. I just don't realize which one is like Captain America, which one's Superman. Well... DC is Superman. Marvel is Captain America. And I did not know that. Hmm. I'm sorry, I don't. I, did, I don't watch them. Yeah, that's fine. Basically, anything man or woman. I can tell you how many wieners Joey Chestnut ate. But yeah, I know. 63. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys want to go to our fan interaction segment? We have fan interaction. Let's move, we, move the show on. Fan? Like, singular? Um, eh. All right, let's play so, it. It's probably we gonna got be a message from talk shit about Lane segment. We got a message. I from, hope so. That'd be great. We got a message from Simon Bestman, who is a fan of the show, but he also contributes to the show. 
So he said, maybe you guys can play this in the open segment. So He's he void. He has a lot of showtime. Yeah. So let's hear what he has to say. He's got an argument to make about World of Outlaw point system. So let's just hear him out and tell him why we think he's right or wrong. Well, everything. <laughs> so I've got one mate for you for, um, I don't know if you want it for the open segment or what, but... Looking at the World of Outlaws point series, Brad Sweets leading Sheldon Honshield by 38 points. That's 38. They both have 34 starts. Sweet has one win. Honshield has eight wins. Sweet has 18 top fives, and Sheldon has 17 top fives. Sweet has 29 top tens, and Sheldon has 27 top tens. Looking at those stats, surely you'd have to say Sheldon's a better driver, even though he's in second on points. Maybe they need to award more points for winning a race to justify how um, how much value a first place carries because eight wins to one... And then he's only got one other top five over him and then two over top tens. To me, um, yeah, I think it could be shown that Sheldon's definitely um, the more impressive driver. All right, so I'm going to disagree with you, Simon. And uh, Hold on, before you disagree, okay, I think there might have been a key factor looked over. And that's how many quick times do each of the drivers have? Is that points? I don't know if they do them currently, but I know in the past qualifying used to be awarded. Okay. You would think that would be a stat in the points if it was, which it is not. It isn't? Okay, so it's probably not counted for points. I'll double check. I'll pull it up and double check. I was just maybe raising that question. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, They do not have quick times listed in the points. Um, so what I was going to say is, um, while I understand what you're saying, Simon, um, about the gap in wins, maybe that the wins should be worth more weight. Um, what we don't know is while Brad Sweet has one more top five than Sheldon, we don't know how many of those top fives are seconds versus how many of Sheldon's are fifth. So you're talking yeah. three point three position gap there. And the, and that the top adds tens. up. If that was seven, you know, and then the top tens, he has two more top tens. We also don't know how many times Brad Sweet finished 11th versus Sheldon Honshield. He re- he's yeah he wrecks a lot. Yeah. Uh, or doesn't finish a lot. So we don't know how many of those are 19th, 20th, 24th versus Brad being 11th DNFs is another thing to look at too. Yeah. Even um, though they don't count for DNFs. Like his points, obviously, but, but if that you, tells a bit it bigger tells, picture. It tells you a little bit about yeah. the picture. So I, I, I mean, I get so what I, agree, I get what he's saying. Yeah, but um, I also feel like it's a little bit like NASCAR ish. How do you figure? Well, because they want they. I mean, they, they're putting them in the the uh, championship, whatever for they get. You know, if you win a race, they're they're trying to make it where you the wins mean so much more than points. And I kind of like how it averages out. More. Yeah, no, I love this traditional system. Um, yes, it feels as a tradi- Sheldon, as a traditionalist, it, it feels less gimmicky. So to me, to me, <clears throat> and this is just this is purely just a fan looking at it, and each fan's going to have their different opinion. Well, I don't think I don't necessarily think that 
Simon, hey, your, your laundry is done. Thank you. I don't, <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, yeah my dryer. <laughs> Simon's not necessarily wrong, but just because I have a different opinion doesn't mean he's wrong. Doesn't mean I'm right. Holy well, shit! Did you hear that? The way I look at it, you can um, have two different opinions. Sheldon think or uh, well, there's the wrong yeah. one and then there's mine. <laughs> Simon, Simon is looking at Sheldon with eight wins and Brad Sweet at one and saying he's the better driver. But I could look at this and say. Brad Sweet is leading the points with only one win. Brad Sweet has a couple of championships, I think, right? Three. Three. Yeah, in he's the better driver. <laughs> but no, but I get what he's saying. At, at the moment, it, it would appear statistically that Sheldon Hodgshill could be the better driver. This year. He's arguably the more productive driver for wins. We'll call him fruitful. But if you want to have consistency, Brad Sweet's the way to go. And we've seen it over he, and over again. Consistency say, can win championships in racing. Say, saying better driver, saying better driver can also mean like not dumping a car running third. Well, yeah. Shut up, Travis. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Sheldon. Okay. <laughs> no, was you throwing a zinger? I knew exactly where oh, that one. I just thought he meant Sheldon. Sorry, <laughs> Travis, you're going to be fired. HR is going to reprimand you. So, no, I appreciate the feedback. And Simon, like I said, I I, I see what you're saying. Um, I personally don't think that anything needs to be addressed um, just because my argument, like I said, just to summarize, is we don't know how many of those top basically, fives were Maybe somebody needs to address Sheldon Michael, to be more Michael, consistent. Michael is in that position of directing the races now, and he doesn't want to deal with your bullshit. So anyone not <laughs> complaining is a golden eye in his, in his book right now. Whatever. <laughs> did, you have, did you have any complaints this weekend? Uh, there were some frustrated people, but we won't talk about it. Okay, sorry. Michael's very diplomatic when I'm it comes gonna, to I'm this. I'm going to be diplomatic and not discuss our. Sorry, I didn't. Know, I, I, I didn't know there was bad stuff. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next one. Well, no, it just sucks. You 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 go out seven, there and it's range. Yeah, no. I mean, I, mean, I drove 740 something miles this weekend and we didn't race. Uh huh. Yeah. Welcome but, to the tour life, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, it is what it is. Um, Will you and play the, the next recording. Yes. So <laughs> we have one here, and I do want you guys to know. I have not listened to this, mm. so I haven't pre-screened this. Oh, crap. And with who it's from, this is very risky playing this. Well, let's do it. It's, from, it? it's from our buddy Roscoe. Oh, shit. Thank God. It's about time he listens to the damn yes. show. So Roscoe he? Moore has sent in a voice message, just like you guys are supposed to for our fan interaction yep, I told segment. him. He called me, and I said, Roscoe, you need to just do it to the, to yep. the Facebook He texted me and let me know that he did it. So... Uh, let's let's uh check check this Let out rip, together. Yeah. Chip. It should, he should be fine. Yeah, oh, I'm sure he isn't. <laughs> well, mouth breather, ginger, avenger, and yogi. This is uh, <laughs> Ross Roscoe, whatever you want to call me. More. Uh, no, he already offended me. We're done. <laughs> no, play the whole thing. <laughs> um, call me the expo guy i don't care what you call me anyway oh, it again. i i want to know the the expo guy with the rugby shorts all right hit play wait wait hold on hold what on, you got isn't roscoe the one that like didn't wear a shirt like that one time yeah, got with, his, all the autographs on the his rugby stomach shorts and everything is that okay that was yes. that was what we're talking about yeah yeah let's think about who is actually the first female midget winner um i know how most people feel about it and i've seen both ways and I'd like to know what you guys think. Me personally, um, I like Taylor, but I think Jade is actually the first female to win a race. So I, I'm just curious on what the rest of 
the uh, audience thinks, and uh, like know what you guys think too. You guys have a good one. Uh, holler at me. Oh, you got oh, your first okay. singer, boy. Okay, back Roscoe, up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Roscoe's, back up, back up. Roscoe's gonna get us canceled. Back up. <laughs> no, he's back not. Up. No, back up. No, I don't know the whole story. There was a there was a DQ okay. somewhere, right? right. So disqualification. Context. Right? If anybody out there does not know, context on this message because uh, I don't know the full story. Millbridge, Cannon McIntosh won the Extreme Outlaws Midget Race. Okay. National National Midget. Which series. Okay. You didn't listen to last week. I went on a rant about mm-hmm. that. I don't. You didn't what? listen. Uh, no, I wasn't here. Yeah, I went on a rant about that. About we can just throw a series together, have eight races, and call it a national tour. That that was a that wasn't a slam on Jade Avedisian at all. I mean, it's it's but, very arguable if said series doesn't have credibility and the ability to produce national events. So races, but we can go down that rabbit hole. Another yeah, time. and we yeah. did last week a yeah. little bit. So. It, you can hear that argument from yep. last week. Um, irregardless, it's a national series. Yep. Uh, Jade Avedisian and Taylor Reimer both now have national wins with the Extreme Outlaw Series. On paper, Taylor Reimer's victory technically comes first because Cannon McIntosh won a race, failed a tire test. Uh, they sent a sample back. After multiple appeals, they end up losing their appeals. I don't want to get into the politics of that. I know Cannon Mac, uh, Dave McDalby Motorsports feels like they were wronged. Um, they have a lot of – honestly, I would not be shocked if, if this didn't turn into a lawsuit. It's that ugly right now. I and mean, I don't know a lot of details, so I don't want to talk about without knowing all the details. Um, my personal So this is opinion, all speculation. This is all – well, yes and no. It, is it speculation? I mean, it, they made the announcement. Yeah, it's official. We'll just say that. It's, well, it's official it's by the Extreme by their, Outlaws By series. their books, yeah. We're not right. saying any so, wrongdoing has been had. We're just talking about so the So, Cannon wins this race. Gosh, at this point, was it late May? Yeah. Uh, and then now Jade Avedisian wins. Like, actually wins. Last. Wins, wins. So, in my humble opinion, Roscoe, I would tend to agree with you that Jade, Av- Jade Avedisian... Crossed the checkered flag first and won that race before the other race was ever awarded to her. Officially. So to, officially awarded the official to Taylor announcement Reimer. was made after Jade yeah. had physically so, driven across the line first. On a calendar, if you look at the schedule, will it show Taylor Reimer as winner first? Yes. Unofficially, I would say Jade Avedisian is the first national midget the, a feature winner. The worst part about this is that, of course, it's this such, happens like right in the same yeah time frame. Yeah. Like either either yeah. driver isn't necessarily they're both big accomplishments. Both big accomplishments for either yeah, one of them, and, yeah. and they're not necessarily either getting to have like their moment. Like well, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Well, like so Jade, this is like Jade did get to have a moment. Yeah, she did. And, and at the time she celebrated, yeah. she celebrated as the first female yes winner. And then but then now the, you have the side of it. Where and this is, has nothing to do with females in general. Uh, when, this is just statistics right now. How much credibility is there to winning a race by a disqualification? You have the argument of, well, if he had not been yeah. cheating, any like we don't know that. If if we'd have had a legal tire, will he still have? Been I will There's say it like ifs. this: It doesn't matter who is in the driver's seat. Any if, if the roles were reversed, any I feel like any guy driver. Well, I'm I'm definitely getting my ass ate out for this to some extent. If any dude driver statistically 
were to roll across the line second and said winner gets DQ'd up the scales for being light. We'll just use that as an example. Any dude in victory lane, when that happens, is going to say, yep, we, you know, we, we're here, you know, getting the it check doesn't and feel, taking it, the picture, it doesn't feel the same. that car crossed the line first. It doesn't feel you the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. what I'm getting at. Like, it, it doesn't feel the same. So, yeah. but, but here's, an, that's a no, completely other side of it. We don't know. We know what everybody's saying on social media. Mm-hmm. How does Taylor Reimer feel about it? Is, is she, is she competitive enough that she's going, I well, think I she did, I did you know win what, the race. You know what would be cool? I'll take I think it, she but is. I'm going to go get yeah. me one. You know? I think she has the... I don't really know her that well, but I think she has the that drive. Yeah, I, th- I think say, so. Hey, From like, an outsider looking, I think yeah. so. I think she's competitive enough that she wants... She has the drive and the ability. I do believe she has the ability to pull off a win and say, <clears throat> shut I'm up, valid haters. Now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Validate it. Mm-hmm. I do. Roscoe? We thank you. Thank you. So which yeah. one? Well, we already just answered your question. My my personal opinion, Jade Avedisian is the first yeah. female midget. That's winner. what I said too. It's just like uh, I she, used she the, did it outright the, and she did it and the, she got to celebrate the, as the first female victory as fle- first female national midget winner before there was ever an announcement made about a disqualification. The analogy that I use is like I said earlier, if if, if you switch the so if you take the gender out of it, regardless, mm-hmm. any, any driver, credible driver, any credible driver dri- is going to be like, yeah, we we'll take we, it. We got the picture and the trophy now, but yeah, we ran yeah. to you know, like we'll take it. You know, yeah. it's the same thing when James Morris got DQ'd at the shootout. I, I mean, whoever who, uh, who was uh, he's a micro guy. Got, oh, that's yeah. right. That that guy. It was yeah. like what two months later. Yes, got DQ'd in the. I think it was Hagopian. Yeah, Jake Hagopian yep. had been awarded the driller and he, he literally said it in some interview i think uh and just like i didn't really feel like we had really done it you know yeah. until we just solidified it when he did win yeah. a couple years later yep. the mm-hmm. same same circumstance yeah. on a bigger and, scale even you and know that, like you said that has nothing to do with gender that no, just has competitive it's just drive. competitiveness you know and, like you can't I, f- I feel like it would be cool to talk to taylor about yeah. it yeah um well that's what i was getting ready to say I don't really have an opinion on who won it first. Probably which one ever won uh, messages us first and gets on the show first <laughs> is the one that's going to get the first win. So, Taylor Reimer, Jade Evadesian. Holla back, girl. <laughs> God dang. Michael just solidified us not getting them. <laughs> I don't know. We got Ever. Brady Bacon, and I called him a douchebag. <laughs> He's going to ride that one until this show gets canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By his own media no, production No, it, it would be cool. Like... All seriousness, 100%. I respect both of their accomplishments. Yeah. accomplishments yeah. They're talented race car drivers. At um, this point, it's, I it don't, sucks for both of them to have to have this argument. Of course, it's the shitty timing of them happening at the yeah. same time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So, it's, 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 it's not. Let me, ask you, let me ask you guys this just to piggyback off this a little further because I think there's a lot of people that have an issue with even focusing on genders in racing, period. Which, on one hand, I agree with that, but on the other hand, yeah, I mean, I Lane think- hasn't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on the other hand, I think racing is one of is the best sport on the planet because men and women can compete on, on an equal, equal footing. Spell, yeah, um, but if we, if we were having the conversation after the Chili Bowl, and I told you after Kaylee Bryson was the first. First female to qualify for the main event, and 
whooped up on Blake Hahn in that B feature. <clears throat> if I would have told you after that Chili Bowl's over that midway through the season we'd have our first female national midget winner and it wasn't going to be Kaylee Bryson. Oh yeah, I would have. I would. I'd have picked her. I'd I wouldn't money be on surprised. Her. Yeah, but I would have put if you were going to the betting window, you'd bet on her. Right. That's what that's what I'm getting. Honestly, at, my money would have been on Reimer or Bryson. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Probably Reimer first. Be yeah. on. No, really? Yeah. Yeah. Jade Avedesian, I think, is is a. Uh, they're all good. They are. and I hate to even single but, but, them out just because they're girls. But yeah. like, if we're gonna talk about like what your circumstances be like, oh, we'd have our first female midget driver. My money would have been on either Kaylee or Tamer or Taylor. Tamer. Tamer. Yeah, Kaylee or Taylor. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to go look real quick. You guys keep chatting about that because I'm curious statistically how they're doing this season in USAC and um, the others. Come on, Michael. Power Eye and Extreme Outlaws. Um, all right, so Kaylee Bryson and Taylor Reimer are both in the top 10 in points USAC National. Unfortunately, it doesn't have – USAC's website sucks, by the way. They don't have stats. Um, okay, so we got Bryson and Reimer, top 10 USAC. Um, both driving for Keith Coons, correct? Do you know, Lane? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I don't necessarily think that Reimer, did she, maybe it was late last year she made the move to Coons, <coughs> right? Yep. All right, so now Power I National Midgets, Reimer is sitting fourth in points. Jade Avedesian is seventh in points. Jade Avedesian is driving for uh, Chad Boat. Okay, so we got two females in top ten in national points. There are more stats here. Um, Jade Avedesian and Taylor Reimer, or Jade Avedesian has one. Hold on, hold on. Have I? Let me let me back up here. Okay. Jade Avedesian, it shows she has one win with Power Eye. Was her win Power Eye? Did I said it was Extreme Outlaw earlier, right? No, Taylor's was. And Jade's was Power Eye. <clears throat> okay. All right. Okay. So You're just thinking to clear, too hard. Just yeah, I was thinking on. too hard. Just to clear that up. Okay, so Jade Avedesian has a Power Eye National Midget win. Um, Let's say with Jade's win came technically – before Reimer, because it happened before it was awarded, and it happened with, a, let's say, a long-standing national series, we'll call it. Um, so it's just it's just interesting to me. Who did he say was – who did he pick? I believe he was in favor of J.W. Dijin as well. It's just it's it's. Do we have another one? It's honest. No, we don't. Um, realistically, it's like I think you alluded to, Lane. It really just kind of sucks that we're even having to have that. Yeah, conversation. it does because for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Taylor didn't want to get her first one that way, and Jade didn't want to have the shadows of something like that. Yeah. Even being in the. It, it even being up for debate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> No one could have planned that either or thought about that. Like, it's, It is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird and coincidental that, like, one is pushing so hard. You know, it, like, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. I know what's going on now with Jade Avedesian. That, her win at, it was at Peebley, right? No. Is that Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Okay. It was that weekend of Peebley. Maybe it was the weekend before. 
It was a combined Power Eye and Extreme Outlaw show. Mm. So both both series show that she won. So well, I guess by default she's got to win in both national, both in two of the three <laughs> national series. So she, she that sells the argument, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, but Jade and Taylor are both in the top ten in points as well in the Extreme Outlaws midget series. So, uh, it's just it's interesting. So, okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, if you want to get in on our fan interaction segment. Uh, please feel free to send us a message on Facebook. You can go to our Facebook page, click the send message button, and there's a little microphone in the bottom right-hand corner. Hit record and record your message for us, and we will play it on here and uh, see what you can get us talking about. Anything? Just, uh, you know, you got a question for us? Comment. Yeah, but I, said, I don't know what the rules are. No, just question, comment. Um, don't make it too crazy. Yeah, you know, let's talk about racing. So Yeah, well... We the open segment is for us to talk about whatever we want, not the fans. <laughs> oh, okay. But they can talk about whatever they want in racing. Yeah. Okay. Works for me. All right. Cool. Uh, Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series National Tour segment brought to you by Permastone Countertop Solutions. For all your countertop needs, go to permastonetulsa.com and see what Permastone can do for you. Uh, results this past weekend, ASCS National was in action at Boone County Raceway on Friday, July 1st in Nebraska. Matt Covington picking up national victory. I believe this is his first national win of the season. Uh, they were back in action Saturday night at Wakini, Kansas. Jake Buback picking up the win. And then Sunday night at Wakini, Zach Blurton picking up his first career ASCS national win. He is our featured interview on this show, our Speed Stick Shocks interview candidate. So uh, you guys are going to hear a little bit more from Zach about his first win and uh, how it was a dream come true for him. Uh, Up next for ASCS National, US 36 Raceway on July 15th. Uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions should be back in action this week, Wednesday, July 6th. It is Tuesday, July 5th as we're recording this, so they'll be in action tomorrow. And the World of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series had a two-day weekend, two-race weekend this past weekend at Cedar Lake. Uh, night one was Jacob Allen picking up the victory. That is his third win of the season, which means there are only two other outlaw competitors that have more wins than him. Carson Macedo at six and Sheldon Hodenshield at eight. Um, if I was to tell you nearly halfway through the season, at the beginning of the season, if I was to tell you that as we get to the halfway, close to the halfway point of the season, that Jacob Allen had three wins and was tied for third most wins on the season, would you call me crazy? Uh, yeah. A little bit, right? Not, it's one of those like, yeah, it, it was there. He could probably pull it off, but would he have? Eh, I'd have probably, I'd have bet against Who's he it. tied with? Uh, there's a handful of them. I'll go. I got that pulled up. So there's a bunch of them with three wins. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. You don't have to. You don't no, have to you're good. You're good. Um, Jacob Allen has three. Brent Marks has three. <coughs> okay, that's it. Just two of them. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the rest are at two and one. Okay. So. Uh, but there who's are le- who's leading it. The points. No, the uh, wins. Sheldon Hotchell with eight. Okay. Oh, yeah, we talked so about that. Yeah. Sheldon yeah, yeah. with eight. Carson with six. Carson Macedo with six. Uh, Brent Marks and Jacob Allen with three. Um, Kyle Larson has two wins on the season. Giovanni Selzy has two wins on the season. Spencer Basin has two wins on the season. David Gravel has two wins on the season. So it was the two that I was thinking there was a lot mm-hmm. tied 
with Brad Sweet has one, Logan Short has one, Donnie Shots has one. Interesting uh, stat about Donnie Shots. He led laps this weekend. Now, I, I can't take credit for this. I heard this on Dirt Tracker Daily on his episode yesterday on July 4th. Um, Donnie Shots led some laps this weekend at Cedar Lake. And according to Justin Feeler on Dirt Tracker Daily, those were the first laps he's led since he won the opening race at Volusia. <coughs> That's like 34 races, 33, 34 races. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so Donnie Schatz won, Brock Zierfoss won, uh, which we'll get to that in a minute. We're jumping ahead of ourselves. Um, Brian Brown won, Buddy Kofoid won, and that's the extent of our winners. Uh, so, yeah, night two, Brock Zierfoss picking up his first World of Outlaw win as a full-time World of Outlaw competitor and also his first Outlaw win in his own car. Uh, big win for him. He was a little bit emotional in victory lane. Um, rightfully so. I think it's a big deal for the team. Um, it, it's another stat that I'm telling you, if you guys don't listen to Dirt Tracker Daily, if you like stats, listen to Dirt Tracker Daily podcast. Um, but another stat that Justin Feeler threw out there was it takes Brock Zierfoss, I think it was an average of like, I think it was like every 12 races to get into the top 10 or something like that. Like, like he doesn't get in the top 10 a lot. So like it's an even bigger win statistically when you break down his season. Um, so and I may have those numbers off, but if you're curious, just go listen to Dirt tracker daily. Um, <laughs> you're like, you're like, go listen to other podcasts. <laughs> go listen, listen to us. Listen to us all. I know. I just, it was funny. There's, tw- there's 24 hours every day. I know, but it was funny how you said it because you're like, yeah, we ain't going to do that for you. That's not here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I know. I, I know. Use, I, and I try to give credits where it's due. And when I hear something interesting that Justin's talking about. If you come to us for stats, you're wrong. No, I'll send you to Justin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so up next for so the world. It, it, is it okay to cry in victory lane? Yeah, I think so. Hey, I yeah. agree. What about you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess not. Uh, his, not hysterical tears. Like, there's a point at which you crush over the threshold where I'm like, "Dude, suck it up." <laughs> but like, but if you're emotional and you got like, man, this is kind of choked got, up, kind of yeah, like, yeah I got choked you. up is okay. Oh, over the top, write it in, bud. Be a professional. <laughs> did you just, did you tear up? No, God, <clears throat> you just don't care that much. I've always been told to act like you've been there before. I will say, mean, I, will say I know this. I get it. I, I hear that a lot. I hear that when a lot. I got when I got my first win, official win, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> After the one that was taken away from me, um, I didn't tear up. I until I got back to the trailer, and I think a lot of that was just pent up aggression from the first one getting ripped away from me. Where I was like, "It's mine now, f you. It's mine. This is awesome." You know, but I was in the car by myself. You know, like I was good by the time I got out of the car. You know, I don't think I felt like I wasn't joy like joyful or anything. Like I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I was relieved. Yeah, I felt relieved. That's how I felt when I won the championship. Like I was, I didn't enjoy winning the championship at all because I was like, thank God it's freaking over. That's yeah. That's kind of was like yeah, yeah. Point racing sucks. Uh, up next for the World of Outlaws, July eighth at thirty four Raceway and July 9th at Wilmot Raceway. Those will be our two featured races. Or pick them segment here in a little bit. Which ones? Uh, 34 Raceway and Wilmot Raceway. What about those? Okay, I wasn't listening. And 
And that brings us to our pick'em challenge. There's really nothing. It was. Why don't we not do that after the interview anymore? What? The pick'em. Let's do that. Let's go into the interview and let's come back. All right, cool. Let's do that. Because we've had Zach on hold this whole time. It's been 47 minutes and 52 (laughs) seconds. All right. So let's roll into our interview. You know what we should do? What? We should play some commercials. Let's do that. (laughs) Danny Smith, owner of Same Day Auto Parent Tire Pros, makes automotive service and tire buying simpler. Same Day Auto Parent Tire Pros offers payment options with or without credit. Payments starting as low as $40. The program is available for both car repairs and tires. Tire Pros hassle-free guaranteed. Find out more at samedayautopair.com. No payment options or guaranteed options available to those who qualify. See store complete details. Same Day Auto Repair. Whether you're looking for countertop for your new property or your remodeling needs, uh, Permastone has you covered. At At Permastone Countertop Solutions, you can choose from a large collection of the best countertops around Tulsa, Oklahoma. From the selection of your countertop to its installation, their experts will help you with everything. Choose from a range of quartz, marble, granite countertops uh, for your residential or commercial property. Uh, You can check out permastonetulsa.com to get with them and get their numbers. You can give them a call, get a free estimate uh, or an in-home consultation, um, and let them show you how perfect countertops around Tulsa, Oklahoma can transform your home. That's Permastone Countertop Solutions. Check them out at permastonetulsa.com. Welcome to Passing Points Podcast, Zach Blurton. Zach, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Hey, uh, thank you guys for for, uh, inviting me on. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, we thought it'd be cool to have our uh, featured Speed Stick Shocks interview this week with you coming off of uh, this weekend, picking up your first ASCS national victory. Uh, congratulations with that. And uh, kind of, you know, usually we like to start at the beginning, but that's such a big thing, man. Let's just uh, let's dive right into that real quick. Uh, I mean, winning near your hometown on a national stage, uh, you still got to be pumped up, I imagine. Yeah, honestly, I I don't uh, I don't even know if it's really all processed with me. And uh, Joaquini Speedway is is uh, very very close and and dear actually to me. Um, I've ran I've ran a lot of races there. Uh, Three hundred five, you know, is what we usually run up here with the URSS and um, have won there a bunch. And and uh, it's it's definitely cool to to be able to to first off win a national tour event something that you know i really honestly just have thought was going to be a dream but uh to actually get it done and then it then for it to be there is just uh pretty pretty unreal honestly yeah how much experience do you actually have racing 360 uh (laughs) i i went back to try and figure out how many actual national tour shows i have ran and and uh uh, before that weekend I had ran, uh, I'd ran three. So, um, that was, that was my, uh, that was my, I think fifth or sixth start with the national tour. Uh, 250 batting average. That's not, well, oh, okay. So there's, yeah, I got you. Oh, sorry. You guys are still muted. Yeah. Michael's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was, that was, that was national shows. Do you have, how many regional shows do you know? Uh, not, not very many. I, I came down at the beginning of the year and ran the sooner show at, at, uh, Creek and then at 81, but we fought break issues all weekend and it was just a start and park effort there. But, uh, 
um, you know, maybe a maybe a handful. Um, I've I ran uh, I ran weekly at Knoxville in in 2013 when I was a senior in high school and and uh, honestly, besides that, that's really about all the the 360 experience I have. Wow. Well, it was just really cool to uh, see a, a you know somebody get their first time win. It's always cool, I think, to see guys get their first win on a national stage. Um, you know, especially um, you know a lot of people probably outside of the Midwest here don't don't know your name. I mean, we know, we know you, me and Travis, I think the first time we saw you, we were sitting in the stands at Red Dirt Raceway watching. I you. forgot about that. Yeah. That was him duking it out for that three Oh five. Andy Shouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Don't remind me of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was a hell of a race to sit well, in the stands oh, and watch yeah. though. Well, I think that was actually yeah. the first time I seen three Oh fives. Cause yep. you know, we had the two barrels down here yep. and I remember thinking actually it was a pretty good show. I agree. That was actually, that was my first full blown three Oh five. It was an SSO race. If I remember correctly. Yep. Um, but yeah, me and Travis just drove up there and sat in the stands and watched and watched you duke it out with Andy Shouse, and it was a hell of a race to watch. So that was the first time I saw you race. Well, that's pre- that's pretty cool. Um, well, so, so, sorry, it wasn't a better ending for you. Oh uh, yeah, no, no, it's uh, <laughs> not not too bad. So, <laughs> well, let's uh, let's dive a little deeper. Um, let's go back to the beginning, man. We like to, you know, when we get our guests on here, we like to let everyone kind of understand your background in racing and how you got started. Um, I guess, how old are you now and how old did you get, how old were you you when you got started racing? Uh, I'm, I'm 27 years old right now. Uh, I started, I started racing actually motorcycles, uh, when I was about, uh, five and just really, not really, not really racing, you know, just, uh, my dad, um, the business that he owned a bunch of the guys that, uh, worked for him, um, ran motorcycles and, and so uh they decided to get me on one and ran a little uh pw50 and a, a kx65 for for a few years and then started uh you know actually getting getting the hang of it and jumping and stuff and uh mom mom put a put a halt to that pretty quick i must say it sounds like a lot of the guys come from like race motorcycles I think, you know, yeah. in a lot of areas, it's probably one of the earliest, one of the forms of racing that you can get in at an early age, you know, if you don't have quarter midgets or things or like yeah. that around. Yeah. And, uh, out here where we are, the, the, that's one thing that I, I eventually want to work on a lot is the, uh, the racing around here for, for the, for the up and coming youth is just not, not very good. And, um, and when, when you say around here, but, where, uh, where are you located? Uh, just in Western Kansas. Okay. Um, you know, there's just a couple options and, and, uh, that's, you know, it's not definitely not like, uh, down there in Oklahoma and, and other places, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got hard and that was honestly back. Yeah. And honestly, back then when I was doing that motorcycle deal, that was, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't anything else around. And, and so did that for a few years. And, and, uh, after that, my, um, my mom and dad actually were partial owners in the, the Jetmore Motorplex. I don't know if you guys remember that racetrack at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, Never been there, but I remember it. Yeah, they were they were partial owners in that, so that kind of uh, that kind of put a halt to to the racing. And and you know, I got to watch a, a facility get built and and spent a lot of a lot of time out there with my my dad and mom and family and uh, prepping racetracks and and you know cleaning the place up and you know, so that was, that was pretty cool. But, um, you know, uh, after that, we, uh, there was some, some dirt flat cart stuff around here, like the Maxis, uh, series. And 
we decided to go that route just because there really wasn't anything else. And so we did that for, for, um, just really a year in 2000 and 2009 and only raced it like time 10 times. And my dad was just fed up with how much work they were, um, you know, with tire prep and all the weekly maintenance and everything. And so, um, after that, really, my dad was, you know, hey, let's either go and do this micro deal or, you know, just jump right into a sprint car. And uh, I was I was uh, 14 and we went to the Tulsa shootout and we're walking around and stuff. And uh, my dad was just to the point where he's like, man, for what I can buy one of these for, I can build a 305 and at least a, a 305 I you know, is, is something that he would, he would know about and a lot more than a, than a micro. Yeah. But, so, uh, so about what year is that? That was 2010. Okay. 2010. I started racing, racing 305s around here and, uh, with the United Rebel Sprint Series. Um, that's our, that's our 305 series up here that we still run uh, a majority of our shows now. Uh, that's what I still run. Yeah. So, we, um, with our OCRS series, we had a combined race with you guys yeah. at 81 Speedway earlier this season. I was say it's pr- yep. pretty much the equivalent to ours. OCRS. Yeah, and, and, and heck, back in the day, I think it was 2009 or 2010. Enid. What's that? There was a, there was a dual race at Enid. Well, I actually, and yeah, that one, I wasn't at that one, but I was actually at a combined race at 81. and two, It was 2009. It was the first year I raced for Randy Pierce was in the red 96 car we had a because back then we were on little wings and you guys were on big wings with the 305s yeah that that was before him yeah that was just right right before i started but uh yeah no that's that's kind of how i got my start into 305s and i was you know honestly i was born into it uh (laughs) the the day that i was born was uh september 3rd of 94 and that was the the last race that they ever had at Dodd City's old racetrack downtown, and oh. uh, I was I was born in the born in the morning, and everything checked out okay. And my dad said, "You know what? I think I'm going to go race this last race," and ended up winning that night. So that's kind of a that's a big day. So I might be a little cool, bit ignorant. Cool so it's, story. It, they they had two tracks at uh, Dodge City. Uh, no, that was the first racetrack. So the the they call it was mccarty speedway okay it was in it was in downtown where the zoo is now oh, okay and uh then after that one closed down it was is quite a while longer actually um about the same time that jetmore's racetrack opened dodd city opened their new facility as an asphalt racetrack and then eventually converted it to dirt but uh yeah that's that's uh you know i was basically born into it so all right, so 2010, you start racing 305s. Um, kind of run us through the years here. I mean, predominantly just been running URSS. Um, how, how successful have you been? Any career highlights, things of that nature over the last yeah. 10, 12 years? Well, do, do you remember yeah, your first we, win? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, I mean, I guess everybody does. I don't know. That's a good dumb question. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was at the very, very end of my first year racing uh in 2010 and um actually at dodd city uh the promoter then talked us into coming over he ran it wasn't a urss show it was just a it was a non-wing 305 show that he put on i'd never ran non-wing before and, wow. and uh so we my dad's like ah you'll be fine big, and so big track for we non-wing went, 
yeah, we went over there and and uh, decided to do that, and actually ended up ended up winning. So that's cool. It was it was kind of cool, and then we went back the next week and flipped. So oh, there you go. <laughs> but was it was the flip non wing or was that winged? That was non wing. Oh, so so your first flip was without a wing too? Yeah. Ooh, those hurt. Yeah, I did. It uh, and actually it was on the it was on the front straightaway, and they still have a pavement track on it. Well, they did until this year a pavement track on the the infield, and it actually came down on the top of the cage on the pavement track. So it did. Uh, did it bend really it up pretty good? Uh, it actually like ground the top top of the the cage like um, through the tubing um, through the frame in a spot. So, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely hurt. Yeah, and you were fourteen or fifteen or. Uh, 15. Mm. Well, uh, so yeah. So after, yeah, I was going to say with with you running the URSS, um, you have any good, good point seasons? You got any championships with them? What's some of your best years? Yeah, we've, uh, well, I ran, I ran with them for a few years and then, um, I actually had an opportunity to go to, to go to Knoxville and Iowa and race weekly up there. So, we did that in 2013, and uh, me and my dad put in a lot of miles. We drove back and forth every. Did, every did you race through five up there or three sixty? Three sixties. Okay. And uh, we were able to win the win the rookie of the year deal up there, and we finished I think ninth in points is where we ended up. But uh, you know, not didn't really have enough experience to go and do it, and wish I would have done some things different about it, but. Uh, yeah, after that though, it really actually did help me. Um, you know, came back home and started started winning a few races here and there, and um, were able to actually win the the URSS championship uh, from seventeen to twenty, so four years in a row, um, and have had uh, forty. Joaquin, I guess, was my forty fifth career win to date. So. It's a pretty so, impressive career, and you know, in short span of time. So let's back up. To, when, when when you were at Knoxville, what were your best runs there? How'd you do there? Uh, I, I ran uh, I ran eighth one night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was starting on the was supposed to start outside front row one night, and uh, started outside front row. Got a good start. Went into one, and Jamie Ball went on on the bottom and spun out in front of us, up in front of the track, and caused a big old crash and. We were in the middle of that, so that was probably our chance to be um, one of our best finishes. But we were always right in that eighth, ninth, tenth place finishing every night. Yeah, everybody, everybody. That was talk- also that was also they'd have you know there was B main every every yeah. single night, and like uh, I think the most they had on one of their weekly shows was like thirty five cars. So it was uh, it was tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, Which like, and a, lot, and a lot of people like that we've talked to on the show. I mean. You said you listen to the show. You know that they they always talk about Knoxville being pretty technical. It I, is. Yeah. It's uh, there's there's stuff that happens to the car there as far as aerodynamics and stuff like that that you just you don't get anywhere else. Um, so it's definitely a different different animal. So, um, are you running full time URSS for points this this year as well? Uh, no, actually, we're not. Um, I my wife and I had our second child here a few, um, well, a month and a half ago and, and, uh, we missed, um, a couple races there. And so we're just, we're just hitting whatever shows we want to, whenever we want to. And, and, uh, that's what we're doing this year. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. 
yeah thank you it uh having a got, good year i got two i got two girls and and uh you know i'm uh, i don't know head over heels for them they uh they've definitely changed my my outlook on on everything and uh how old is your first yeah. girl uh she's two and a half okay oh. so not quite old enough yet to know if she has a real interest in racing or not no you can uh, you- she's all about it yeah i must say you you know already she's she is uh she wants to be in the shop with me and if we're at the racetrack she doesn't want anything to do with being in the toter she wants to be at the trailer so she's that's gonna be cool though oh yeah definitely definitely okay well uh so you know sounds like your family man uh i assume what what do you do for a living day job you're not Uh, a career racer you know (laughs) yeah no definitely definitely not um i actually work for my my father-in-law uh i we weld we work on a we work on a piece of farm machinery that we use up here to to uh farm ground to till ground and uh that's what i do i get to go in and and sweat my you know what off and uh yeah dude is it as hot up there as it is down here oh today was miserable it's Um, it's a nightmare down here there wasn't no air in the shop today and it's just i go i go in early i go in like at you know five in the morning and and try and work as early as i can to get done and so i can just try and beat as much of the heat yeah i got a question this this might be too personal or whatever but did you work for your father-in-law before he was the father-in-law or after he was the father-in-law uh yeah before (laughs) 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 so you got like a farmer's daughter thing going on uh no actually uh (laughs) Uh, long story short, I've known her since I was about, uh, uh, little, um, her, her, my wife's family was into, into racing and, uh, we grew up at the, at the racetrack together and I've known her for my whole life really. And, uh, um, yeah, so it was, uh, kind of, you know, we've known each other our whole lives and, and stuff. So yeah, it it worked out kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Yep. Definitely. So, um, you know, with the family and career approach to life, it, it does definitely limit your racing. Um, where do you want your racing to go in the future? I mean, do you, do you want to keep expanding? Are you content with life as it is? Like what's, what's your racing team plans? Oh man. Uh, you know, my, my race team is, is, uh, solely a, a family owned race team and, and, um, I have, I have some sponsors and stuff like that, but, uh, uh, it's, it's tough right now with how everything is. And, and we, we have a really, a really good program and I'm, I'm extremely, extremely thankful for the people that have, have helped me get the things that I do have right now. And, and the car that we ran last weekend was, we finally got it put together, but it was a brand new Maxim and, and, uh, almost a brand new uh it had well creek county at the beginning of the year on it uh new donaught engine and um you know i don't i don't know it's uh it's tough now with with kids and everything and they get they get a little bit older and everything and uh you know i don't know uh my wife is is extremely supportive in every single thing that i do and um she is she is the backbone to to our family and she keeps everything everything going in uh down the road and um uh i don't know i'd i'd love to go out and and run the ascs deal and 
And, you know, honestly, my dream, my dream was, you know, I don't, I don't think where we're located that I have any real opportunities or um, time to go run a, a 410. But uh, my, my actual goals, um, if I could win a, a ASCS national tour show, you know, that's about as, as much as I thought could be possible. Yeah. Well, I was say you got that done. Yeah. 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 I don't, uh, I don't know. Time to um, retire. Yeah, I, <laughs> just, I literally, just, I literally told my told my wife that in the trailer. I said, "Well, that was my goal, so yeah, uh, I guess it's time to retire." Yeah, it's like, it's now what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, did she boat. find that funny or not? Oh no, she uh, she uh, she puts up with a lot. You know, it's it's uh, it's tough having having a family and everything, and the the time that we got to put in to you know have have the the equipment and and stuff that we do um i take i take a lot of pride in in um our stuff and making sure when we get to the racetrack it's nice and um you know uh she's she puts up with a lot and i can't thank i can't thank her enough for for that for sure um i just you know any i think right now we're looking at like 12 more national tour shows this year okay so So there's there's actually there's quite a few that are close. There's I was going to say at Dodge the schedule Salina. this year really probably does lean into your area a lot more than it has in a, in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely does. And so we're going to, as long as we still have a, have a, a motor to run and knock on wood, nothing happens to it. You know, um, that's our only 360 that we have. So, uh, that's, that's kind of the plan is there's about 12 more national tour shows and then, quite a few of the the big 305 shows the Belleville 305 Nationals and the Race Saver Nationals at Eagle and and stuff like that. Well that that was my next question. You've had have you won any of the big shows or you you've had some pretty good runs I think if I remember right. I I won a I won a prelim night at Belleville at the um 305 Nationals and uh um Super Nationals last year uh I started in the D feature and ran uh I think seventh in the A feature. So okay. that was, that was kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I haven't really, uh, haven't really won the finals of the, of the big three Oh five races, but, uh, I just not seen your name up there. Like have strong runs at some of them, you know? Yeah. Did, did, yeah. We've won, we've won prelim nights at like the big, uh, Dodd city three Oh five nationals that Tommy Estes used to have. And that was my like next that. one. I was going to say that they used to have a big race up there. Yeah, and that moved to to I seventy, and um, yeah, we've had good runs there too. But uh, yeah, no, we really, honestly, that that Belleville prelim win uh, here a couple of years ago was was definitely my biggest win, and this one uh, definitely trumps that by a long ways. Did you ever go down to Amarillo? Uh, yeah, we went down to Amarillo last year. Uh, yeah, this is kind of a sorry, story, <laughs> I keep bringing but, those up. <laughs> uh, we. Uh, we went to Amarillo to run the big uh, 15,000 to win show they had last year. And the first night rained out. Well, there was a URSS point show in Dodge city and we left Amarillo at four o'clock and uh, after it rained out and drove to Dodge and made it for the, for the a feature and started at the back and uh, started 20th and ran, I think sixth loaded the car back up, drove back to Amarillo for the, for the big show they rescheduled it for sunday and uh unloaded it and and uh did maintenance and stuff and went out for hot laps and and 
blew her up and so loaded her in the trailer and came back home. Jeez. Oh, That's a long weekend. Uh yeah. Yeah, that was that was a long one. But uh So your work yeah, no, e- your, wanna, your work ethics there. Yeah, no, I uh I've my dad has instilled in me, you know, if if you want to race, you know, you're gonna work on it. You tear it up, you're gonna work on it. And uh you tear someone else's stuff up, you're gonna go help them work on it. And uh so I, you know, definitely, definitely know how to work on them. And, and I personally think that, you know, some, some guys don't, you know, have to do that and everything, but I'm the, I build the race cars, maintenance, the race cars and, and, and the crew chief at the track. You know, I have, I have two great, great crew guys and, and Ty and Trevor Householder. Um, they go with me about all the time and, and they are, they're absolutely amazing. Um, amazing help but uh yeah it's uh definitely a, a, a full-time racing racing deal for me as far as the driver and, and crew owner and everything that's cool we love well we love when uh you know i guess the smaller teams the guys with the day jobs are able to um win on such a high stage um it gives all of us guys hope you know so well, uh, when the smaller guys whip up on like on <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll call him out. I know. I know he listens sometimes. I'll call him out. <laughs> yeah, that uh, he he had me pass for dang sure, and and I got pinned behind a lap car, and and uh, then he got pinned behind the lap car in the next corner, and and uh, then we had another one of the I don't know how many yellows. So I was yeah. like, th- things uh, get get interesting in lap traffic sometimes. Oh yeah, and especially it was you know unfortunately it was it did rubber up and and uh but you know it's 100 degrees and the wind's blowing 30 miles an hour here so um there's not not too many things a place can honestly do about it yeah i hear you well it's so, been, go ahead were you were you were you closing well i mean unless you oh, got something else well, i was gonna ask him if he's ever ran chili bowl all right go ahead you ever ran chili yeah. bowl? <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> I ran it. I ran it twice before um, this last year, uh, and it was just uh, something that I probably even shouldn't have done. Um, car that wasn't wasn't you know something that I should have been driving down there. But uh, this last year, um, uh, my my one of my um, supporters and and kind of a, uh, the guy that owns my 360 engine, uh, he owns a midget for Brandon Walty out of Wisconsin. Okay, and uh, I drove a team car for for them this year down there and uh missed the missed the a feature on our prelim night by one spot on the on the last lap to to wit gas and now oh yeah, yeah so but that's like the but still, I, mean, I mean basically basically that's the first time i drove a midget because the other times that that car was so messed up that it uh it did me more harm than it did good yeah but uh no i i think uh i think we kind of have the plans to to do it again this year but uh, that'd be awesome yeah no I, but it's, a, it's a it's a fun thing i mean like just to come down here and hang oh, out and yeah. race in january yeah definitely and and to do i mean i think i think we did pretty good for i mean almost making the a on our on our prelim night was was good for me and i was i was happy you know and nothing nothing got tore up so so what about anything else have you ran anything else besides the the sprint car the cart and the motorcycle or uh anything like a modified anything weird no no i haven't i i want to i mean honestly i'd race shopping carts at walmart or whatever um (laughs) 
I don't, uh, I'm, I'm a racer. It don't matter. Uh, you know, around here, there's a lot of guys, you know, the, the modified and stock car deals good. And, and, uh, there's a lot of big paying shows for that. And I mean, four wheels and tires and, and, uh, checkered flag and a paycheck at the end, I'd, I'd race it. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I was begging. I was not begging. I was trying to talk people into finding me a late model thing today, actually. So I yeah, mean, I, I, I get I it. Mean, try try and talk yourself into doing different things. There's really not any, not much late model racing around here. I mean, of course that would be, that'd be cool, but, uh, um, probably, probably a modified would be about the only other thing around here. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to run, a, uh, some micro stuff. I've never run anything with that. So that'd be, that'd be another thing I'd like to do. Eventually I'm sometime. The, I think Lane's the only one that's ran <laughs> micros here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they're fun. <laughs> yeah i think he graduated I, I think he graduated out of with out of them and he's done with them now well like it's not like i i i would definitely like to go back and run a micro now that i've ran the sprint car a lot yeah i yeah. feel like i'd be a lot better in a micro than i was when i did race micros yeah for definitely. sure but they're they're man they're so different mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy <laughs> yeah no right now i just uh i want to go and go and run this 360 some more it uh Everything it was a it was a good weekend all around uh, all three nights. So, did you feel did you feel more comfortable with more motor? Uh, yeah, this uh, this motor absolutely rips. Uh, I don't know, um, Adam Kofer, uh He used to work out here in Kansas and moved up to to Pennsylvania to work for Don. And um, I originally had this three hundred and sixty through him at Salina in Salina, Kansas, and and uh, we sent it up there this this winter to get freshened and he updated everything on it and got it up to smoke with the, with the ASCS. And so, uh, it's definitely a nice piece. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something me and well, we've all, I guess all three of us here have got to experience, you know, cause with you running the three Oh five and we run the two barrel three sixties in Oklahoma, as we all know, they're really competitive with each other and about on the same level. Um, but yeah, it's to me, it's so much more fun driving the ASCS car. I got, I got to do it. For the first time last year, I think Lane the year before got to experience a lot of it. Travis has got to do it once, once twice, once or twice. I don't remember. And yeah, we we all talk about that. It's just so much more fun mm-hmm. having more horsepower. Yeah. yeah, you can get your get yourself out of a lot of a lot of bad situations well, a lot it. easier, and you can actually I don't know the I I get frustrated with the three hundred five deal because you know it's uh, a lot about how far to the front you start and. Um, it's hard hard to pass sometimes when it's you know wet and stuff and right and i mean it can be that way in in you know 362 but uh definitely definitely a lot more power to to get you to get you back going if you you know do mess up or 305 it takes you you know two laps to get back going right well we've covered quite a bit here we've, we've taken yeah, about I mean, 30 minutes of your evening we're 30 so. minutes in already yeah wow yeah time flies well, we do appreciate you coming on once again. Congratulations on your big win! And before we jump off here, we want to give you an opportunity to uh, thank you, some, thank some of your partners and some of the people that helped make it possible for you to get a big win like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I appreciate that. But uh, I got to thank Swift Bullet Company, Randy Patterson Welding, Martin Racing uh, with Lee Martin. Um, he's an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal guy, and I'm grateful for him. But uh, 
Also, Brian Yonker Farms, Phillips Chiropractic and Physical Therapy Center, King Racing Products, Joe's Hand Cleaner, Adams Roofing, K&M Land and Cattle, Smith Titanium, Donaut Racing Engines, Maxim Chassis, Speedway Shocks, and then uh, all my all my family. Uh, my mom and dad have supported me from the very beginning, and uh, my my father-in-law and mother-in-law they are they are just just uh in it as much as i am and they love it too and uh my wife my two daughters and then my crew ty and trevor and then every once in a while uh brian and my dad and uh, uh my father-in-law so there's a a lot of people that make this make this car go around so um all of them all of them help well we appreciate you taking the time it's always good having uh good partners i appreciate you taking the time to come on the show with us um, yeah, but say like I, I, I would have had to have all that written down. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I did, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> we wish you the I, best. I can't the... even remember them on race night, so uh, <laughs> that, no way I would have remembered them. Well, right luckily now. they're on the car if you're standing there doing an interview. Yeah, but I say that. <laughs> yeah, well, give me that microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you, man, and I'm sure I will see you down the road at a race later in the year. I think we've got if. Uh, at least OCRS and URS has a race combined at Caney Valley Speedway later in the year, so maybe we'll see you there. Is that one near the end of the year? I think so, yeah. I think it's in the fall. Okay, cool. Yeah, Travis, you going to come race? I'm trying to. Okay. It, it'll be cooler then. Right now it's like 105. <laughs> sure. And, yeah, I'm sure. And, I'm sure we'll definitely see you guys around. So okay. you guys have to, have to stop by if you're at the track. So Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, have a good rest of your evening, and uh, have fun the rest of this year. All righty. Uh, thank you guys for, for having me on, and I'll, uh, I'll just uh, keep on listening. All right. Thank you, bud. <laughs> All righty. And we're back. Big shout-out to Zach Blurton. Short notice. Um, with the holiday weekend, we really didn't have anybody scheduled for uh, this show just because. Sorry. Well, and he had to win to get on here. Well, yeah. Actually, what really <laughs> happened is we talked to Zach last week and said, hey, if you win this weekend, you can come on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you're taking credit for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, with the holiday, we actually didn't even, Travis, to be honest, me and you didn't even know if we were going to record an episode yeah. this week. We was like, well, we'll get through the holiday. We'll figure it out. Uh, we did some chit-chatting yesterday, man. be really cool to hear Zach's uh, story with him riding on his high of the wind this weekend. Uh, so, so thank you, Zach, for taking the time to come on the show, man. Big congratulations to you, uh, and we'll see you down the road. Uh, let's get on to our Pick'em Challenge, Travis. Okay. All right. So, it's been a couple weeks, so we're riding on old races here that everybody's already heard about. Outlaws at Houston's member. It was four days. Just Yeah, just tell us an order, an order here. Um, No, this is the points. Oh, okay. You're going to want to hear this, Travis. Did I win? You won big time. So we had five points on, we had, no, six points. Four races at Houston's and two at I-70 for ASCS. So we had six points on the line. Travis, you got three points. You had one with Wayne on night two of the ASCS at I-70 when he beat Brian Brown. And then you had uh, two points with Carson Macedo for night one and night three at Houston's. Lane gets one point with Gravel for night two of Houston's. And Simon gets one point with Sheldon for night four of Houston's. Everybody got points. Even Mother Nature got one point for the first night of I-70. Everybody got points except for Michael. Okay. So, so our score. That, that means our score, Mother Nature 18, 
Travis. You're, you're kidding. It's at 18? No. Holy crap. Yeah, it was at 17. <laughs> well, I didn't realize. It. I, I guess I forgot it was that high. Yeah. Mother Nature, 18. Travis, 10. Simon, 8. Michael, 8. Lane, 6. So I'm winning? I went from... Yeah, I'm leading. Yeah, you're winning. I'm leading? Yes. Uh, you're picking last. <laughs> pretty good, ain't it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. <laughs> so our pick order for this week is Lane, Michael, Simon. Me and Simon are tied for uh, second, but I get to go in front of him because he finished better in the last race by winning with Sheldon. Uh, so Lane picks first, Michael picks second, Simon picks third, Travis picks fourth. And we're going to do Outlaws for this weekend just because it's easy. Everybody knows Outlaw Drivers, 34 Raceway, and Wilmot. So two points on the line for Outlaws this weekend. Lane, who are you taking? One driver. One driver. <sighs> Carson Macedo. God dang. That's who I was going to pick. Um, take a children. <clears throat> and Simon is going to take... Uh, maybe... Okay. My messenger app is deciding to not open the message. Uh, all right. So he wanted Sheldon Donnie. So he's going to take Donnie shots. Travis, you're up. Picking last sucks, bud. That's um, what happens when you're in the points lead. This is the first time I haven't picked last in months. Maybe even into last year. Let's just go Brad Sweet. Sweet. Okay. Well, that's it, man. Good show. Great show. Anything else, Lane? Um, Where can your fans catch you in action this weekend? Tulsa Speedway in Creek County. Travis, where can your fans find the Ginger Avenger this weekend? First five laps at Creek County before it gets too damn hot. (laughs) Before you get tired. (laughs) Yeah. Don't pull into the infield. Go to the trailer where you have cold Dude, water. I was in the no, no, no. I pulled no. It was the best. I pulled the infield, got out. I was tired. I was hot, and I was in the way, and I was slow. So I pulled. I I stopped. Pulled in. Got out. The track worker was like, "You want a water?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Well, I'll get you an ice chest." And he had an ice chest over there, so I got a water. Set on the set on the wall and watched lane race. <laughs> uh, you're funny. I was I was being laughed. I was in the way. I was. It wasn't worth it. I was slow. You got to get your win back somehow. How are you going to expect to finish 20 laps next week uh, if you didn't do it then? I was not going to. F- I mean, I was just getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, you, you have to get worse before you get better. What? <laughs> How do you figure? What do you mean? How, you have to get worse before you get better? If you're out of the seat for. Oh, yeah, you got to race. Yeah, yeah I get, I get, I get it. you got to race. But yeah. I was just, I, by that time, I was just in the way. I mean, go to the bottom. Yeah. Go to the bottom. I was in the Dude, bottom. Dude, you run. You run more than I do, and you got winded. You mean like run, run? Yeah. No, like I you, ride, you go on. You runs. ride mountain. You bikes. ride mountain bikes, dude. I do not go run that as much as you think I do. You go run every week, don't you? Not anymore. I already fell off that wagon. Oh shit. <laughs> well, thank you to our partners: Same Day Auto Repair, Permastone Countertop Solutions, A One Machine Shop, and Speed Stick Shocks. Are you going to race this year? Yeah, I'm racing your car. Remember, we talked about this oh, last yeah, week. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> See, that's what I'm getting. I'm going I'm to be a car owner. I would love that. I would I would drive. I'm going to have to find somebody fast, though. Do you know anybody fast? Dude, I can I know do someone. It. I can do it. Please I'm, point to me. Please point to me. <laughs> Please point to me. He asked for fast, not someone that's not going to tear their stuff up. Here's the deal. 
<laughs> so point to me. I don't tear up stuff. Here's the deal. I don't tear up stuff. Here's the deal. It, I said fast, not someone that you didn't get it. If he was, if he was in, if he was in my car, no one would touch my car. They're like, I ain't wrecking the promoter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's an insurance policy. Ask Danny Smith how that went. <laughs> so that's when my dad started driving for him. I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode 115 of Passive Points Podcast presented by Sandy Auto Repair. We'll talk to you next week. Passing Points Podcast is produced by MTR Performance Media. Please follow and like us on social media at Passing Points Podcast on Facebook, at Passing underscore points on Twitter, and at Passing Points Podcast on Instagram.